Hello, and thanks for joining today's episode of the Founders Corner podcast hosted by AJ Prasad. Join AJ as he sits down with healthcare professionals to discuss ways of improving their marketing efforts. As an entrepreneur and proud owner of several seven-figure web-based businesses, AJ has now dedicated himself to helping healthcare professionals in building up their practices. If you would like to contact AJ and become a guest on the Founders Corner podcast, fill out the form on our website. In today's episode, AJ will be speaking with Judy Gaiman, Chief Executive Officer for Executive Medicine of Texas. Judy graduated from the George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences and has over 25 years of experience in the healthcare industry. The goal of her practice is to optimize the overall health of their patients through individualized care that is focused on preventative and proactive medicine. Enjoy the show. Hi, Judy. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. First thing, you know, welcome to our podcast. You know, it's a founder's podcast and and really the goal here to to help the founders, um, you know, with solving their problems. And one of the ways that that we do it is we understand that most of the business owners have very similar problems. So so that's why we, we share the problems so, uh, and we discuss possible solutions. So that when someone, our listeners, when they listen to the podcast, they can relate to it if it's relevant for them, right, and, and help them. So just by doing one uh, thing at a time, one podcast, hopefully it is helping several businesses. So I just wanted to let you know, so that's the goal of this. Uh, so, so Judy, uh, you know, first thing, thank you very much for um, coming on, uh, you know, on, uh, as our guest. Uh, I always like to start with knowing something about you and the business so that um, our uh, listeners can relate to it and they can understand what exactly, you know, who you are and what kind of business you are in so that they, they would know upfront how relevant it is for them. So would you please share something about you and the, about the business? Yeah, sure. So I'm Judy Gammon. I'm the CEO of Executive Medicine of Texas. We're a luxury medical practice located in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We do executive physicals, concierge medicine, and age management. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so the, you know, that that is fantastic. So you are obviously, you know, it looks like the business executives are your, um, you know, your uh, clients, right? Sure. So uh, we are business to business and um, business to to individual. And part of our our patient base comes through corporate agreements for their C-suite or their Mm -hmm. upper upper level management. And then we also have individual agreements with, um, you know, just fam. We have like family concierge. We have couples programs. We have individual programs. And we're about 50% corporate, uh, corporate business. Okay. Oh, perfect. And and so the one 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 other question that I have for you is how many physicians are there? So so do you have the physicians working under your organization, or you have a network of physicians that you uh, that you work with? How does that work? Your business. So all of our physicians uh, work for us. We have uh, two the two founders, Dr. Mark Anderson, Dr. Walter Gammon. We have an employee physician, Dr. Lasantha Naidu. She's a DO. The other two are MDs. We have a mm-hmm. uh, we have a physician assistant and a chiropractor and a nutritionist. 
And I know there oh. are some business models out there where they really are just a referral source, but we have, mm-hmm. you know, board certified physicians with, you know, that are, that are experts in their field. They, you know, they're, okay. they're authors, they're speakers, they're, you know, they really, um, not just in board certifications, for example, one of our founders also has a master's in public health um, from U of M. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we really don't have that referral base where we just send you out and good luck, whoever you get. That's not who we are at okay. all. You know, we okay. are very much, we- the people fly in to see our, our practitioners from all over the globe. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they see them okay. because of their reputation. That is fantastic. So, you know, that, that, that is, you know, great. So, so tell me, how are you getting your uh, clients right now? How do you get them? Well, there's a few ways. I would say probably in, in today's climate, a lot of ours are coming from referral. So we have a lot of mm-hmm. patients that come see us and then they either say, oh, you should sign my whole company up or, you know, they're referring individuals. When we're using social media and different aspects like that, say we're using LinkedIn, maybe we're going and connecting with the VP of of benefits or HR or the CFO or the CEO. Uh, Sometimes we're using Facebook and and Instagram. Uh, Those are more Mm -hmm. used to reach the individual rather than the corporate client. So I'd say LinkedIn for corporate, Facebook and Instagram for individuals. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Good. I, now I have a, a a good idea. So obviously you would like to get more clients, right? That's why we are talking. Correct. Sure. Yeah. I I think some of my questions to you, like for example, we're using Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. What other luxury? What other platforms should we be using for the luxury model? Uh, I, you know, we hear a lot of um, things about oh, TikTok is becoming very popular, but how do you know that a particular platform actually meets your demographic? You know, we're in the luxury model. We know what our age group is. We know what our income of most of our patients are. Is TikTok really the best way to go? <laughs> so, so you kind sure, of hear sure. these things and you, you have these biases where you think, oh, TikTok's for the 16 to 18 year old. But is that true? I don't know. Yeah. So, okay. So I will tell you, uh, so, so let me, let me start with you know, if you if you had gone to our website, what you will find is, and we really believe in that, is that you know there you have like a three key foundation of a of a thriving practice, right? You need to have a, a really growing uh, you know patient satisfaction, very high. You have to have a stellar online reputation, and then of course you have to be found when people are looking uh, looking for you. So so. So that's where, so I, you know, I always say that that is the foundation of your business. You, you, you have to have, if someone is checking about, you know, about you on, on the, on any of the platforms, and there are so many platforms now uh, for healthcare providers, you know, it, it should be pretty stellar. I'm, I'm, and, you know, I'm pretty sure that uh, it must be in your case, because it looks like, you know, you are a very, um, you know, uh, you know, you understand marketing uh, much better than most of the uh, people that I talk to in the healthcare industry. You know, most, most most doctors feel like all they have to do is see the patient and do a good job, and and that's the end of it. And unfortunately, that's not not what happens because you will always have some 
some someone who is not happy and typically they are the most vocal uh, people who go to a doctor and they get cured you know they don't feel like they have to you know they're not jumping at the bits to go in uh, and and you know talk talk the doctor up but someone who is unhappy will always do that so so having said that uh, social media so what you're doing is is very correct i think social media is the is the is the best uh, process for really narrow targeting right so so when you and i would say linkedin should be also a, a fairly key uh, role for you so i you know the linkedin and facebook is is definitely i would do i will if you ask me i think that the given your target audience linkedin probably should be the first one because there and number one you can you can reach out of course like you're doing to the to the benefit people but you can also reach out to, straight to the um, to the ceos and all right you you can they can see your ad and they can ask the hr people and and we have seen um, with some businesses they have done very well by just targeting straight the the top guys because you know someone that you know it's going to appeal to the service is oriented towards the ceo or the c suite right not to the hr and hrs are, are typically uh, they are charged to to take care of everyone so they are not essentially thinking about the the vps so i would say you, you can use your linkedin to really reach out to the to your target audience you would have a you know I'm, you know first thing is is take a look at your your base right now the patient base uh, the client base and you say oh you know it looks like this industry or this size or so once you have a good sense of who you are targeting uh, my thing you know i always say that the narrow target as much as possible because you can keep, you can start to expand that target anyway but by narrow targeting you would know what is working what's not working and you you want to to tweak it so of course it's an ongoing process i'm sure that you you know the marketing is unfortunately not a science uh, but I, we, but yes we found you know, that the funnel process has has been very helpful for us so we may have a you know pixel and then we're able to to then get them to subscribe either to our newsletter or to download um one of our books an ebook and then we're able mm-hmm. to then put them into a funnel and connect with them on multiple levels through that funnel, whether it's, you know, continued, you know, health articles or, or what have you with, with a call to action at the end, you know, we want to be giving more yes. than we're asking. And I think that model has really been useful for us in the growth of the practice. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think you are doing this uh, very right. I mean, that is, that's the that is the way that you want to do it so that uh so that uh, again you you want awareness of your service uh it's not you know conscious uh, medicine people understand but i'm not sure that everyone has the same understanding of what it is right so so that's the education piece becomes very important you know and and what are some of the benefits so you you can you can literally survey your own clients to say you know how you know what you are doing is how is it better than the traditional uh typical healthcare where you have a doctor you make an appointment you go there and things will come out so so again highlighting those 
you are it's uh, you are doing it right and i would suggest just make sure that you you my only thing is that just try to analyze who is your you know where is the sweet spot for your business right who, which of all the clients you say huh there if you start to see a certain kind of clients like a certain type of industry or certain size or or whatever as you start to see that and that's when i would say that will help you even uh, you know really do narrow target and then then i'm i'm sure that on linkedin uh, you are already reaching out to the people you know to your target audience uh, asking them to join um, you know the network my uh, i would also if you don't have it i would suggest that create a group uh, your own group on linkedin for concierge medicine or or give it a name so that it sounds like a benefit for the the c suite and uh, and start inviting people in there because then you can that's where you can also have your ebooks and all and and then and your advantage there is that it is known people can just cannot just come and join right so it is by invitation only and you start to build your own network you know first thing you can always do what you do is you go and uh, um, invite all your clients to sign up uh, and then then along those lines it it's social media is is very interesting in one way where they have all these artificial you know machine learning where they will it will start to narrow target it for you you know the the once you say that okay these are the people it will figure out who are the people who are similar on its own and help you uh, narrow target it so so linkedin i i think that even more than anything linkedin should be your your go to social media for this you know and and then i would say second is uh, facebook you know instagram is very interesting since you are doing it we have you know i we have seen um success on instagram when you are selling a product but on service i have not seen instagram you know do as well but of course facebook is is always there facebook is is a wonderful uh, platform and, and i feel like facebook i do feel like facebook has changed their algorithms a bit uh I think unless you are, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, this is kind of what we found, that unless you're paying for ads or having someone else kind of manage your Facebook outreach, it's a lot harder than it used to be to reach out to people. Do, do you find that? So uh, actually, uh, what, what is happening, Judy, is all social media platforms, they are making things more complicated I, I cannot i don't understand why but it it's becoming harder and harder for people to manage it on their own there was a time when uh, when many businesses would go and do it things on their own right either on they'll go on google and do their own seo by reading something and google made uh, you know it's so complicated their whole algorithm that unless someone is spending 20 hours a, a week looking into what is going on it you cannot change it so i think that is the challenge they are always changing algorithm uh, they so number one they are always trying to maximize their profit i guess you, you can you can figure that out so so they are trying to to change 
things like now uh, Facebook, there was a time when if you had a lot of followers on the Facebook and you posted some something, all the followers would see that message, what you're posting. Now they don't. You have to pay them for, for doing it. So so there's a, there's a tons of changes that's going on. Uh, any good agency will be able to look at your account and do some analysis and and do an audit and will, will tell you that, okay, these are the things you can do to improve. Uh, but again, this this you know Facebook and all the social media, any marketing, I would say, it's it has become especially in the digital era, it has become a moving target. You know what is working today will stop working tomorrow because, like you said, they are they are not. It's a one-time change. They're continuously changing algorithm. So it's it's like almost you have to learn by once once something that was working stops working. It's like you have to go back and do the research and say, oh, okay, this has changed, and you make adjustment, and it's just an ongoing process. Uh, so, so that is not a surprise to me that they have changed it, uh, and because they are constantly changing it. So, something that worked for you before, if it's not working, it's just a matter of, um, you know, if whoever was managing it just should be able to go and figure out what has changed. And you see, Facebook will never tell you that what has changed but there are in the in the broader you know digital marketing universe everyone faces the same problem and then there are a lot of forums where they start to discuss and say hey, you know did you also have that and and people are sharing solutions so that's one of the best source for finding out what happened and and what someone else has done which fixed it so it it's it's a it's a regular thing you know we we have seen People uh, literally, I have seen um, in e-commerce sites, the business dropped by 90% because Google decided to change the algorithm, and all of a sudden, someone who was on on number one, number two for many keywords dropped to page six, right? So, in and uh, and who is going to? You cannot argue with Google. Uh, same thing is true for Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. All these guys are doing it because they're just trying to maximize the money that they make from you. I mean, Google, my, my theory for Google is, uh, has been for quite some time that they will not let you stay on top for a long time because then you would figure that you don't need to advertise <laughs> on their platform. Um, right. You know, yeah, Facebook. and we've, we found, too, that um, with Google and, and the, the SEOs that we constantly have to feed into a blog on our site because we have to continuously add new content or we just fade down down the page, yeah, as you're exactly. saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for and, sure. And and even even there, you need to have the backlinks. You see, I, I just have a team working, you know, for me, I don't even know all the details, but there's a, like way too many stuff that is going on. So, so yeah, that, I agree with you. I think they have changed. But having said that, Judy, I think these are the platforms that's the best one uh, that you can think of. So, you know, like I said, LinkedIn, Facebook, Google, these are these are the the giants. I mean, there's there's no escaping them. So, so it's just a matter of just making sure that that you find someone who is just constantly working. There, there's no way around it. So, um, but again, if you have not maximized LinkedIn, I would say. That is the first one that I will go and and maximize. Again, one of the philosophies that 
you know, it's, it's my, you know, I've, I've been a marketing person forever. In, I used to be in corporate marketing before I started my own business. And I've always said that I want to dominate one channel before I worry about something else. So in the olden days, when I had to do TV and radio and print and everything, I would just say, no, just one channel at a time. If I have saturated TV only, then I would think about radio or print or anything or vice versa. So, so that, that will be my thing. Uh, instead of spreading yourself very thin, unless you have the budget, that's perfect. Uh, but I would say just make sure that you are doing, um, you are maximizing one platform bef before going after the second one. Okay, I, yeah, I hope that for sure. that's, was a long yeah, that's, that's great advice. Question. Yeah, that's that's def definitely great advice. Okay. I, I do have another what? question uh, if we have time, sure. and that's you no, know no, what's the time. what's the best way to build a referral source without being or sounding desperate. You know, we, we're always very careful of our ask to our clients, partially because, you know, we are that luxury model. And so we've, we've kind of found ways to, when people, especially at the end of the visit, they're like, oh my gosh, I love this. And you're like, oh, you'll tell your friends or, but you know, when it comes out on, into like our newsletter, things like that, you know, we want to make sure that our our ask for those referrals and such aren't going, aren't looking desperate or aren't, you know, like, oh, now you have to do mm -hmm. us a favor. So I, can you speak to that at all? You know, your experience sure, sure, with, sure. with the ask? So, yeah. So first thing you, when you want to ask for something, you al always want to ask from your strength, right? So, uh, so one of the things that, uh, that you should definitely Again, remember in the beginning, I was talking about having a stellar uh, online reputation. So you have to have that uh, and, and create some sort of con concise uh, report so that someone can see everything in one place, right? You know, all, all these logins, because the last thing you want is someone to refer, um, you know, most, of, especially the higher up you go, the more reluctant they are to refer unless they know that uh, they will not look foolish, right? By referring, you know, uh, someone to their friends because again they are also higher up. Uh, so first thing I would say, make sure that you have a stellar reputation, right? And once you have that, if you are doing also, uh, we we always suggest that you do a constant patient satisfaction survey. Uh, when when people, um, you know, every time some you have seen it, you should have something almost like an automated program. And there are a lot of, by the way, these platforms that you can use, not, not very expensive. So, you know, all you do is, is figure out, you know, reputation management, satisfaction measurement and all that. And, and you, will, you will find the, the company. So try to find someone that can help you build your reputation and also does patient satisfaction. Generally speaking, uh, the way they are, they ask for review is first they ask, do a quick survey, right? Where they, they will ask how happy, uh, you know, how would you rate your visit with doctor and, and the name of the doctor It's coming from the doctor. And, and generally speaking, you should get 30, 40% return right there where people say they rate zero to 10. And I'll give you a reason for why you should look for zero to 10, not one to five. Uh, and then, uh, then, then you know, give you the reason why they were happy, not happy. So, so first thing is obviously, if someone is not happy, you get notified quickly. 
then then you can address it also, right? Your your office can reach out and say, hey, you know, what happened and explain. But the more important thing is that when you do that, you know, almost like a you know, almost same day survey after they have seen your doctor, and people who are rating you very high, nine, ten. So those are the people that that you know. There's a term, you know, it's called NPS, Net Promoter Score. And and in on that zero to ten, people who are giving you nine, ten, they you they are considered promoters, right? So so they are your promoters. You know, they are so happy about that. And once they rate it, if you had a automated, very easy for them to share process, okay, uh, it will be you know life will become very easy. So in other words, so if I if I rated my visit ten. Right, and then if you had a platform that immediately after that you said thank you, and then just say, AJ, would you mind um, sharing this your experience with um, with your uh, friends, right? And right there, you put the message also that all you have to do is just add your friend's name and email address, and it will just go out. So you have sort of automated. You are asking them when they are delighted about your about the experience, right? So so they are like. Super happy, and that's when you hit with the with the referral and make it very easy for them. They don't have to call or anything. All they have to do is put uh, email address and and you create the content that they should be able to change it. But on that content, make sure that there is a reference to the reputation because because here is uh, you know the all the research is suggesting is that. When uh, when someone finds out about so someone is looking for a, a healthcare provider, and they find out uh, from any even even their referring physicians or from their friends, relatives, whoever about the doctor, first thing they do is is go and they check their uh, reputation, right? The reviews before they would even contact them. So so you just help them right there by saying. Here, here's you know, here's my report. You can you can just click and see. So now all of a sudden, I am sending out to Oliver saying, Oliver, you know, I just want you to introduce you know, Doctor uh, uh, Judy, who is just a wonderful uh, doctor. You know, I'm you know, she's my consultant. Whatever. Yeah. I'm. Hey, I'm the CEO, Oliver. not the not a physician there, but. Um, but no, yeah, no, no. I, I, no, I, 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 get, I get what you're, I, yeah, I get what you're saying though. And we, we have a really neat, and I was trying to remember so that I could share it with, with you and your listeners. We have a really neat program. I've forgotten the program, but maybe there's something that your company offers to people. There's an iPad at checkout and they can, can rate us and write a review. And after they do mm-hmm. that, if that review was a four or five star, the next question is, can, can, um, can this be shared on um, Google or, you know, can this be shared in other places? And then if they click yes, then it, it goes to the, to those different platforms. And, um, you know, that's been quite helpful. And it also captures those reviews um, in, in an online program so that if we ever wanted to use those reviews for marketing purposes and such, they're there, especially the ones that write, you know, these amazing messages. So, you know, getting them while it's fresh on their mind right at checkout um, has been helpful. But one thing you said that I think is really important is our, you know, we don't have on that 
who can we, is there anyone you feel could benefit from this service? I think adding that question would be very beneficial. And it gives them the opportunity to say no or yes, you know. Yeah, and, and you can ask them, or you just wait. If they have already rated you very high, and they, they are saying, you know, it was a wonderful experience, then then you can ask them right there. So it's not like you have to get their permission to say, can you do that? It's, it's, they have already told you that I had a great experience. And now all you're requesting is, you know, would you recommend them? See, in your business, because now you're talking about corporate accounts, and one account could be a you know, a lot of money, right? So, so you have that, that, you know, even better, um, uh, you are in a better situation than, for example, doctors asking their patient to refer because then they will get maybe one patient, two patients. The value of every additional um, client could be huge f- for your business. So having that automated program is very important, but also what is equally important is when they get, you know, whoever they are referring, when they get this uh, uh, this person's email, there is a, already a case for you, for you why you should be using it. So it's not like it's just my word that I'm saying that they are very, you know, it's really wonderful. You know, it's like I have a great experience, and here is a, you know, you can see see what other people are talking about them, right? So so you have something that is consolidated in a simple link that someone can send out uh, and that would that could start to to trigger i mean you know i can i can see how but that is that's what i've always said that whether it's a referring physician in that case you upload the data in in some system and contact them directly or in this case uh, you are your patient or client who is very happy just ask them automatically and and having that system will again. I'm not saying that 100% of the people will refer, but you will start to get enough that you the new clients will start trickling in through that referral program itself. So you know my my thing is that the best way you don't beg for it <laughs> is to automate it, and and make sure that you are hitting them when they are they are thrilled, you know, with their experience. Right. Well, this is, yeah, this has all been very, very helpful. Thank you so much. Wonderful. So Judy, do you have any other question or did I answer all your questions? Well, I had some other questions, but I think in, in our discussion here, you answered them kind of organically. So thank you. Perfect. 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 Okay. Thank you very much. And I, you know, I'm always excited about to see if, if you are, if you use anything, any of the um, and and if you if you find something interesting, some interesting result, do share with us. We we'll, we we'll love to to know about. Uh, you know, I'd love for you to come again and talk about some of the things that you have done and what kind of result you got, so that everyone else can benefit. But yeah, it was really nice talking to you. It looks like you already have a fantastic business. I mean, I don't, you know, I understand that you are the CEO, not the doctor, because very often we are talking to the doctors. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have that good of a business sense, but yeah. I, you know, I'm. It's it was a delight to talk to you. you well, thank you. you it's been a, it's exactly. been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure speaking with you as well. Um, and Same and speaking here. with someone who obviously understands, you know, the the marketing of a business. It's it's you know, it's a, its own animal. And I think if if a company's listening to this and they 
they really maybe didn't understand some of the terms we use or they don't you know, understand the process. I think maybe going to a company like yours and, and bringing somebody in that really understands it is key. I've seen a lot of companies say, well, we're just going to hire someone to do our social media. And they bring somebody in who's <laughs> learning on the job or learning, you know, on their dime. And they think that it's cheaper, but it's not because it, yeah. nothing, nothing beats experience. And if somebody who, who has experience on like, like you do, um, that can come in there and turn things around very quickly is worth its weight in gold. So, so, you know, I, I don't, uh, again, you know, this is, I don't do this podcast for our advertising, but in generally speaking, I will tell you that uh, now the digital marketing is a, is a much more complex, you know, if you have too many dots that needs to be connected. So, a la carte uh, services like, okay, I will just do um, social media. Oh, I will do SEO or I will do, uh, I will write blogs for you. Generally speaking, it does not work anymore. You, it's uh, everything needs to be, like I say, um, all the dots, all the activities needs to be to push the car in the same direction, you know, for it to start moving. So, so yeah, things are getting um, just like in my olden days, you know, and, and I am that ancient where I was head of, um, you know, head of marketing where we had a budget for TV and radio and all that thing. Everything was interconnected. It's not like we had a TV advertising uh, and it was and on the radio and we are talking about two different things, right? So you always want to, uh, whatever is you're trying to push, you want to reinforce through every channel. So, so yeah, there has to be a coordinated you know, strategy, uh, and, and then all the activities. So that, that will be my, uh, two cents to people who are looking, uh, to do a marketing campaign and, and whether you hire an agency or you build your own team, that is obviously depends on the company, uh, philosophy, but generally speaking, it is very tough to find one person who will know everything about digital marketing. That's, that's how, how complex it has become. And if, if you find that person, then, then the person is charging $5,000 an hour. So it will be, most of the people won't be able to afford them. Uh, it, that's how complex it has become. So, so again, Judy, very, it's wonderful. Good talking to you. I'll, I'll let you let Oliver take it from here and, and he, will, he will tell you about the next test and all. Okay. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you. I'd just like to promote our executive medicine of, of uh, Texas practice. And, and really, we see people from all over the globe. So you don't have to live in Texas to, to be one of our clients. Uh, a lot of people fly in. Our half-day exams are, are you know, second to none. We do over 100 different lab values. We do cognitive testing, cardiopulmonary, body scans, virtual colonoscopies, all kinds of things. And they can, they can learn more about that at emtexas.com. That's E-M and then Texas spelled out.com. That's Executive Medicine of Texas. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Founders Corner podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you are interested in being a guest, 
be sure to visit our main page at www.gmrwebteam.com forward slash the founders corner.